Howdy heck and hello, and uh, <laughs> welcome to the Insomnia Cafe. I'm here with Julia. I'm here with Iris. We're in a fort. <laughs> we, we are. We've we've built a little fort for um, sound dampening purposes. Yes. And um, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. This is our first episode. Ooh, inauguration. <laughs> That's a weird word. <laughs> How long have we been trying to start this? We've been trying. Well, we've been talking about it. We've been it. talking about it. We've been talking about it for at least four months. Hey, that's pretty good time. But we, well, since we put in motion, like, we're going to start this, it took us, like, a week to really, like, do everything. That's true. Think about it. So, we're just built different. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I don't know, maybe starting your own podcast isn't that hard. Maybe that's why every actor has one. That's why everyone has one. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah. What are we drinking in the cafe this evening? Uh, This evening, uh, the cafe special is Saint's Blood, um, which we'll post the little uh, little recipe on on the gram. But TLDR version, it's hibiscus tea, cranberry, and peach juice, and cut up strawberries. Very good. Chilled. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. It's pretty good. Came out of my little noggin. It also smells really good, too. It's also, like, the color of, like, blood. Mm-hmm. It's just not as thick. Because I, mean, I don't think that would have been... <laughs> I think if we had a really thick punch, it would be really I strange. make it using jello. Yeah. I thought about boiling the strawberries, to be honest. Because that's Ooh, how you make, like, like strawberry making... sauce. Ooh. Um, but then I was like, that might be a little too extra. That's fair. For, like, something we're going to drink while we, like... Well, talk no into mics <laughs> and like coat our throats and be like <laughs> just it turns into an asmr podcast yeah like a really nasty AS- <laughs> crunchy asmr slimy Ooh, asmr yum but uh yeah that's literally the tea on that um it's the tea on the tea but yeah um today we're gonna we're gonna talk about some some saints we are specifically our good buddy saint valentine and then maybe some other ones with some interesting, some interesting life experiences. Death experiences, life experiences, holidays. Maybe coming up with some new ones for everyone to celebrate back yeah. at home. Maybe some better ones. I have one in mind for one of the ones that I researched. I, did, I gave some options. We'll get, nice. we'll get some... We'll, yeah, we'll get, we'll, get, we'll get some options. I'm excited. Also, uh, we know the saints that, that each of us has researched, but we don't really know further than the names and like maybe a little bit about some of it because we found it from a primary article and all of the links will be in the description. Yes. Um, but I don't know what you're about to tell me. Also, we're going to be talking about people who died predominantly, I'm pretty sure, hundreds of years ago, all of them, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I don't mean to be insensitive. I can't speak for you, Julia. Maybe you need to be insensitive. <laughs> I don't mean to be insensitive about anyone that I'm about to talk about. Some yes. of this some of this stuff is just a little you you gotta poke fun at it. You gotta laugh or you'll cry, right? You yeah. know? So we're gonna make some little jokes. Also, mild content warning. There's gonna be detailed depictions of death. Depictions? Conversations. Yeah, yeah conversations. Description is the <laughs> word I was trying to say. Our words. Um but yeah. We are storytellers. Yeah, we're gonna talk about some saintly deaths. Um yeah. Let's get into it, Let's shall we? Let's get into it. Tell me about St. Valentine. All right. The reason for the season, but Valentine edition. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's talk about St. Valentine, or because there was like 12 of them. Shocker. Oh. Um, I, you know, St. Valentine, we all know him as the patron saint of lovers, but also he's the patron saint of epilepsy and beekeeping. 
and I have no further context combo. for that. Other than um, the beekeeping thing comes from saints are charged with the duty of coming back to like the mortal realm and like overseeing things. Well, maybe not coming back to the mortal realm. Also, Catholics, please don't come for me in the com- comments. Okay, I read a lot of Catholic literature for this, but I still could be paraphrasing things in a little bit of a silly, silly goose way. Um, but they're charged with, like, coming and overseeing certain, like, mortal things. Okay. And for some reason, St. Valentine is charged with overseeing beekeeping. Interesting. Um, I do love bees. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a cool thing. I don't know why epilepsy, but there's a lot of saints who oversee epilepsy. Really? Yeah, like, the other two saints that I'll talk about, I think both also had epilepsy listed, but I didn't, it was, like, later down in their, like, yeah. patronage i listed like the top three for mine because yeah, I, I am for like top three top four because some of them i'm like okay yeah that's cool we get it like <laughs> it falls under here yeah. um but yeah so lovers epilepsy and beekeeping um as i said there was like a dozen of them one of them was a woman her oh. name was uh, valentina okay nice and she died being a virgin that was like her thing she was gonna die chaste and pure and then there was also a pope but he only served for like 50 days because it was like hard out there for popes during the time what happened to him i could not find it but i'll get to like the valentine i don't think you want to be a, a saint valentine um it, i mean so far it doesn't sound like it's it's ended not well. the move um so the reason there's so many saint valentines is because in rome the name valent valentinus valentinus or basically what we would call valentine now mm-hmm. translates to like strong powerful worthy so they a lot of them took on that name as like it was super common. Oh, okay. So then the ones that ended up being sainted, which also maybe we should get this out of the way. To be sainted, you have to be a martyr for your faith. Mm-hmm. So all of these people are going to die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so to be all these people who died were had a very common name. So uh, the one that the holiday is most likely based off of is probably actually one of two different men. Um, but both of them were murdered by the same guy. Oh. And his he's got a really baller name. His name was Claudius II Gothicus. That Gothicus? Is a, that is a baller so name. I'm going to refer to him as Claude the Goth from now on. Um, I like the abbreviation. So Claude the Goth was peeved for him marrying Christian. Both of these dudes who were murdered uh, in the, the lore was peeved that he was marrying Christian couples in secret. And I'll get to that more later when I talk about the holiday. But uh, both of them were beheaded by the same guy, pretty close together. Neither of them could have been actually, like, arrested for marrying people. It may have just been that they were Christian. Because I'll get to later in, like, the holiday lore that um, St. Valentine was not associated with love at all until, like, the 1300s. And he died in, like, 270. Yeah. Um, One of the Valentines was said to have been captured, like, one of these two men by Claude the Goth and put into a household with an aristocrat for imprisonment and then the aristocrat was like yo if you can heal my daughter's blindness I will convert to Christianity mm-hmm. and he held his hand over her eyes and what do you know she was healed really miracles and yeah she was healed and so then this aristocrat was like shoot I gotta convert to Christianity now and so he converted. I got really scared there for a second I, I was like Oh, when no. I was reading it, I was like, there's no way. Yeah. She's blind. What, are you going to hold your hand? He held his hand over her eyes, and he was like, you are a child of God, and you will see the light, something along those lines. And she was like, I can see now. And so 
the guy's whole family converted to Christianity. Wow. And this comes back up later, but because this happened, Claude was like, uh-uh, kill them all. And so he had them all executed, but guess what? Only St. Valentine was beheaded. <laughs> so maybe don't have, maybe don't be a Valentine. Because literally of like the 12 that I could like find, uh -huh. um, at least four or five of them were beheaded. Probably more. Good grief. People really like chopping people's heads off. Did yeah. they like use swords? Like I Game of Thrones find, style? I could not find. But most of them, it sounds like a pretty clean job. So I'm assuming they're not like Mary Queen of Scots up in this Ooh. business <laughs> hacking away for a few Theon minutes. trying to behead somebody. Oh, gosh. Just taking several swings. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no. No Jon Snow up in here. They're precision. No. Um, okay, but... Because there's so much, like, dodgy info on the St. Valentine, mm -hmm. um, uh, they actually took him off the list of liturgical veneration in 1969. So he's not actually, like, a recognized, like, uh, prayed to saint really anymore. Like, he's just kind of like a symbol. He doesn't really, like, he's not part of the Catholic Church. He's... Uh, I didn't know you could get demoted from You sainthood. can get demoted, and it's because they don't really know, like if it's real or not that's like that's that's a bummer i know i would feel a little peeved if i was I saint mean, valentine and i'm up there doing my duties of overseeing the beekeepers and the epileptics and they're just and like they're we like, fired you and yeah. he's like i have all of these bees but like what if you what if what if he's on like permanent vacation now though he just gets to enjoy like heaven now that sounds like a better deal yeah maybe okay maybe it's a good thing that saint valentine got demoted <laughs> you get demoted and then you don't have to clock back into work anymore. Yeah, speaking uh, on something interesting, because they don't know who he, he was, right? Right. But you can go see his head. Um, what? <laughs> they have no idea who this man was, if he was even real, but you can go see St. Valentine's head. Wait! At the, <laughs> at the in Rome, at the Basilica of Santa Maria in Cosmedine, Rome. And the head was discovered in the early 1800s in a catacomb. I'm assuming in Rome, but maybe it was somewhere else. And be they decided it was St. Valentine's head because it was... My dumbass was about to ask about dental records. <laughs> Check his dental records. Could you, uh, could you go into the database and see if he's got, like, a fingerprint or something? Oh, my... I, I... DNA test that motherfucker. So... <laughs> so it's either St. Valentine's head or just, it could just a, be a random, random person's man. head. Or, like, I mean, I, I'm it's assuming they, head. like... Yeah, it, Ben Thumb's head. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but they, uh... They found it in a catacomb with a, a lot of other possessions that are assumed to be associated with uh, Valentine. And so they were okay, like, oh, this got to be him. Conclusion. Yeah, so like at least it's like slightly logical. That's, but yeah, that's wait. like the actual facts on the person or persons, the folk, the Valentine folk. Yeah. I, I, I really want to like see his head. We should put pictures it's, up. It's cool. It's in, It's like a, just a little skull in like a box yeah. with, I believe, like rose petals. It's kind of oh, pretty. Like, if my head was preserved in a box full of rose petals in, like, a really pretty church, mm -hmm. I would be... That's cool. You can do that. That's me putting that out in the universe I... right now. That is okay with me. I think it'd be kind of cool if somebody, like, turned my... Like, like the major bones of my body that are... Like, my rib cage and my skull. Like, if they, like... If it was, like, in a garden and, like, flowers were growing out of it. Ooh, I'd be down pretty. with that. The rest of me, like, throw in the ocean or something. Help the coral reefs. Feed it to the dogs. Um, <laughs> no, but, well, okay, there's an interesting point here, though. So, like, a lot of saints, that they have a lot of saints' bodies in places, like, shown. And mm -hmm. they are supposed to not decay or decay slower than the average person. Okay. But he's just, like, a 
a skull so like is that because he got demoted in 1969 is that because he died in like 270 which i'll get to gonna, like I'm the specific go with death. the 270 yes yeah. okay <laughs> debate in the comments you know <laughs> is it the demotion is it the time i don't know okay so now we know that like the person we are acquainted with valentine how the heck did this holiday happen right other than capitalism yeah um had to start somewhere so one of the most popular legends is that saint valentine was marrying christian couples during the reign of claude the goth claudius second gothicus uh, in 270, which made him so mad. And and some people say this was because he was marrying specifically, like, soldiers that were in his army, and he didn't want them to get distracted by having a waff. This was the Roman Empire, correct? Yeah. Okay. He didn't want them to get distracted by having waff. There's, so a, he there's was... a very consistent theme of soldiers being converted, and that's what's pissing a lot of yeah. people off. That, and so he was like, yeah, I don't want, I don't want my dudes to have wives. Or some people say it's just the fact that he was Christian and marrying people not really decided on that and then so claude came to him and was like hey renounce christ renounce christianity uh and quit marrying people and valentine was like heck no dude uh, so valentine was put into jail and like i said earlier like possibly with an aristocrat mm-hmm. to await his execution because then they were like okay we're gonna kill you now so they put him in holding and then like the day before he was supposed to be executed or something like that he gives the jailer's daughter which is supposedly the girl he cured her sight mm-hmm. Uh, he gives her a note that's like, hey, it was cool hanging out with you. Glad your sight's back. Love the Lord. Jesus is our savior. And signed it with, from your Valentine. And that's apparently supposedly how, like, Valentine's cards and stuff got started. And, like, exchanging of Valentine's. And then the reason that it happens on February 14th, supposedly, is because that was the day that they separated his head from his body okay and so they were like oh yeah let's put it on the day that he died what i just think that's really interesting that like i'm of two minds because like in some ways i'm like okay cool like celebration of life but also like a lot of these are like really like morbid gruesome deaths and it's like i don't know man maybe like also the fact that the, the depictions of the saints which i didn't know this until we started researching this that the depictions of the saints are how they died yeah like they'll be like well we can probably put some pictures up on instagram but yeah. like them holding put their some head, links in the description just a knife in their noggin or something yeah i got um, a really cool statue that i'll talk about at the end of the podcast ooh. it's i i'm a fan <laughs> of the the art i love this um but back to valentine's day so the holiday was celebrated as a lover's festival in the 14th century and this is linked actually to english poet jeffrey or Geoffrey Chaucer. Um, Geoffrey Chaucer. Geoffrey Chaucer, who may have created the Valentine's Day vibe by writing a poem in his work Parliament of Fowls in 1375, which basically said... What a title. Yeah, you know. But it basically said... It, there was like a rhyming line, but I, uh, it was, I couldn't find the exact line uh, earlier. But it was like, this is St. Valentine's Day, and it's the day that birds he like used birds as a metaphor for humans choose a mate and like saying it was on saint valentine's day it was on february 14th so like honestly valentine may not have even died on like february 14th Uh may not have been associated with love may not have had anything and chaucer was just like i'm making it so yeah it was but also could have actually happened we don't know because a lot of oral tradition was passed down so maybe chaucer heard this tale of like Mm -hmm. (laughs) he was marrying people on february 14th and so he wrote the poem because of it um, but also, 
because there are so many St. Valentines, you can actually celebrate Valentine's Day, like, throughout the year. Like, because there's different holidays. I, I didn't write down the specific dates, but, like, there are different ones in the Russian Orthodox Church. There's different ones in, um, you know, other subsections of Catholicism. Dude, hell yeah. Yeah, and then also, this concept of the holiday may not have even come from, like, Valentine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chaucer could have been interpreting another holiday that's a pagan holiday, or this could have just been, like, the oral tradition of the pagan holiday kept alive in kind of, like, a secret yeah. way. Uh, and the holiday was, um, forgive me for this pronunciation, uh, Lupercalia? And it was... I believe that's very close. Okay. If not it. Something like that. Lupercalia. And it's a pagan holiday of purification, health, and fertility. And it was kind of a violent holiday, but also, like, a lot of people said it was also kind of cool and fun. Basically, the purification was, like, we're gonna make the city pure so that we'll all be healthier, we'll have better babies... But also, oh. like, but also, like, I'm going to look at that woman and get married to her because I saw her. Um, and we're going to streak through the city. <laughs> I and remember, like, we talked about this a tiny bit. Yeah, it was, like, it's a really interesting holiday. Um, and it happened on February 15th. Okay. So, you know, could connections there. And, like, we could go really deep into, like, the way that Valentine's Day has evolved, like, mm-hmm. tradition-wise. But I just think the entire concept of, like this person died on this day and we're gonna (laughs) throw a little party (laughs) a big old party in their honor and do some weird stuff Uh, i think that's like really the the main thing i wanted to touch on so yeah yeah that's saint valentine that's when you're eating your little your little be mine candy hearts (laughs) just remember that there's the delicious chalk dust (laughs) yeah mm. (laughs) I, I like that you could, there's just multiple Valentines yeah, throughout the year. That you can celebrate. Like, I think Especially, two of them are in, like, one's in, like, June and one's in July. One's in, like, yeah earlier in January. One's in, you could, like, literally go year-round just celebrating Valentine's like, Day. Because I know some couples are, like, really into it. Yeah. Which I think is cute. And, like, if you want to do it throughout the year, you can. Like, just, you yeah. know, just research the day and then yeah, have I, another and, like, day for yourself and I your partner. I personally just, like, love the idea, like, even if it's not true, love the idea that this, like, guy was just marrying people in secret. Because, mm-hmm. like, in a lot of the lore that's, like, supposedly about that, he was just, like, really passionate about, like, love. And that's so sweet. That's so sweet. Even though he probably was just a guy that was Christian and that's why he got executed. So Nothing he got to bopped. do with. Yeah, he got he got uh, head separated. But yeah, basically, that's St. Valentine. That's why we're out here eating chocolates and kissing. All right, I'm going to talk about St. Sebastian. Ooh. Um, Sebastian is a patron saint of archers, athletes, and those who would like to die a saintly death. Um, what does that even mean? I don't know. Like, does that mean... I, I got a guy in here later that I'll talk about that was really, quote-unquote, eager to die for his religion. Is it like that? Like, I want to die for my religion because saints are martyrs, right? I So I, I was interpreting that as either, you know, you want to die for what you believe in or die in a way that people respect you. Yeah. Okay. Or, like, maybe, like, a pure death? Like, like yeah, you, you yeah. die a pure person? Like, I can't imagine it's like, I just want a really weird, gruesome death. Yeah, well. I feel like that's not it. Yeah. If you could pick a weird, gruesome death, though. Ooh. What would it be? Um, that's, oh, the problem is I don't want it to be, like, super painful, mm. but, like, a lot of the painful ones are really interesting. Okay, I'm going to talk about something really obscure and really painful. Okay. Um, Blood Eagle. 
I was literally thinking that. Okay, we're on the same page. Blood Eagle, really intense, right? Really painful. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what a Blood Eagle is, it's basically where, like, they cut down your back and then they go in and they pull your rib cage around through your little back flesh and then they pull your lungs around a little bit. Yeah. You're alive during it and it's really painful and you look kind of like an eagle. They also depicted it to a degree in Midsummer, mm-hmm. that movie. Um but it's also rumored that they may not have even done that. That that might have been it just might have like been a, a scare tactic. A scare tactic to keep people from. You know what's yeah. funny though? It's not funny. But um, uh, <laughs> one of my gaming so friends. <laughs> yeah. He had a nightmare, like a bad nightmare one night, and like all of us, like within our gaming group, like he was basically like in like this building type situation, and all of us were like being executed differently in a bunch uh, of different rooms. Yeah. And mine was a blood eagle. Oh god. And it took me forever to get like get I was like, just tell me what happened and he's like, It was really bad and I'm like, It's okay though. Yeah. And I feel like if you talk about it, it won't feel continue to haunt yeah. you. And he was like, It was a blood eagle and I was like, What is that? And then he described it and I was like, Oh my are you okay? There's like some scientific drawings of this it was from like medieval time times and they are wild. Yeah. If you know, not a blood eagle, I think it might be cool like the I know you haven't seen Midsummer, but mm-hmm. and spoiler alert for those who well, really i'm not telling you who it is but there's at the end there's like a scene with someone basically like not being able to move and like being burned Ooh. but like it kind of seems calming like in a weird way the way they show it i'm like yeah. i don't know that that would be like the worst thing like if i have to go out in like a really horrible if i have to pick a horrible death maybe that one's less horrible <laughs> maybe it's less horrible than a blood eagle <laughs> um okay but back to saint sebastian yes he was later venerated. Okay, so patron saint of archers, athletes, and those who like to die a saintly death. And then later, he was venerated as a patron saint of plague victims, oh. specifically during the time of the bubonic plague. Nice. Which I thought was interesting, what? considering oh, the current oh. plague. Oh, okay. And I, was, and I was like, because I was thinking, because he, let's see. I'm going to skip ahead in my notes a little bit. He does have a feast day. It's either January 20th for the Roman Catholic Church or the 18th of December for the Orthodox Church. But it would be kind of cool if there was something like if the pandemic ever ends where we have a feast, we do something in his honor and any other like figure or or deity. It's like, yeah, yeah, like, thank you. That'd be cool. I I mess with that. Like, yeah. Plague, though, specifically. Yeah bubonic plague woof why wait he did he die before that hit he he died before it yes did it, so did it, it was, say it was like, something that was he was venerated for later did they say like why they just added plague on there i couldn't find specifically why but to be fair i wasn't looking at like scholarly articles i was looking at more of a general rundown um pff, wow my train of thought just completely derailed <laughs> but saint sebastian was an interesting guy. He was a bit of a double agent. Oh. Um, he was said to be from Gaul, but he left and joined the Roman army. Hmm. He held his position in the army so well that he later became a captain under Diocletian. Um, Diocletian was the emperor of Rome from 284 to 305 CE. And it should be noted that the unit that he was in, specifically of the Roman guard, was the Praetorian guards, which is used in Star Wars. Because I, I read that and I was like, wait a minute, I've that the like the people who are protecting Snoke. Yep. 
Um, and as we learned from Star Wars, these were in fact elite guards very high up in the system and were the personal bodyguards of the emperors. But unlike the guards in Star Wars, the Praetorian Guard during the time of the Roman Empire assassinated 13 emperors. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's like, was what? he involved in any of these assassinations? Um, he was not, no. Well, lame. <laughs> lame, Sebastian. No, he, he did some other stuff that pissed off Diocletian. Um, so Diocletian, I did a little bit of research into him. He was an effective leader and brought a lot of stability and efficiency to the Roman Empire, but he was also responsible for the last major persecution persecution, sorry, of Christians in the empire and tortured and executed a great deal of those who would not convert. Oh. Um, that's kind of rude. Yeah, I, I did note that it was an, it's an interesting cycle, though, that tends to happen with religious power, of there yeah. being sort of a stable period and then the per- persecution of other people's and then the peoples who were persecuted sort of come into power, and then there is a stable Guys, period. Stop and then... the cycle of abuse. Yeah. <laughs> so Diocletian found out that Sebastian was secretly converting a lot of his Roman soldiers to Christianity. And he ordered him to be executed. Um, St. Sebastian was, as he has been depicted in Renaissance paintings, most likely affixed or tied to a tree and was shot full of arrows. That's kind of baller. So what happened was the archers just kind of left him for dead. Oh, no, that's not baller. I thought they, like, finished him. Oh, no, they just left him for dead. Oh, no. And a woman found him. Oh, okay. And nursed him back to health. Hot. And some sources have identified the woman as St. Irene. She was a Christian widow and later became a saint. I didn't really look into her too much. Yeah. And then, with his newfound luck of surviving his execution, he decided to face Diocletian. So he quite literally waltzed into the pa- well, I'm assuming it was in the palace. I don't know. He waltzed up to him somewhere. Like, he got face-to-face with Diocletian no again. None. Diocletian. Well, <laughs> he was like, I used to be a Praetorian guard. I don't know how to get in there. That's true. Um, he, he went to face Diocletian, and then Diocletian was like, okay, beat him to death in front of me. Dang. So he was beaten to death, and then oh. his body was thrown into the sewer system of Rome. Oh, no. Not the sewer. Yeah. And then his body was found by another woman. <laughs> what is a woman doing down in the sewers? So that's a good question. <laughs> so this is what happened. She had a dream that St. Sebastian wanted her to bury him close to the catacombs. So she went and looked for his body and then found him and was like, this I think is this what woman I dreamed. watched. I think she watched. I think she watched him beat to death. And she watched him get through in the sewers. She was like, I'll take him. She was like, that's mine. Scurry, scurry. <laughs> scurry, scurry. <laughs> that's our little... Women who walk through the sewers, I'm sorry, we scurry. <laughs> was it you? Was this your past this life? my past life. You were like, I need to bury him in that's the catacombs. Why I know so, that's why I know so well. Mm. I, I watched. <laughs> <laughs> So he was buried, his remains were buried close to the catacombs. Um, they're believed to be in the Basilica of St. Sebastiano on the Appian Way. I forgot how to look up how to say that. St. Peter and St. Paul were also believed to have been stored there temporarily before being moved to their final resting place. Wow. Which I thought was interesting. And like, I sort of sat there for a while and I was like, what would the process have been of storing a body temporarily? And then like, what? percent of decay did they get to before they were like we need to move them to their permanent grave because catacombs know. you know like like yeah. cavern type so they were probably on a slab yeah and then they moved i don't know where they moved them to i didn't look into it but also, like a lot of other countries um they move bodies like mm-hmm. we don't like we in the united states a lot of times it's like oh we put we, them in the ground we're we done rush we're yeah. like get it over with don't want to think like, about it and it's like we don't really uh move people a lot of the time after that too mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of other places, like, that's pretty common. Uh, especially during that time, I assume, if, like, you're a really important person. And they're like, ooh, we can't bury them in the 
Yeah. Scooby Bop Bop place. So we got to leave him in the other guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm sure that I don't know. I don't know what level of decay. Yeah. That could be I- if they waited long enough. Could just be a bag of bones. Oh. But again, if they're saints, not supposed to be a bag I of bones. I didn't even think about that, that they could have just... They could have just waited, like, a couple years. Yeah. But yeah, so, like, you can... You just have the bones. Yeah. Instead of, like... And I know, like, for plague victims, they used to, like, burn them. You could also do that, because you'll still have bones. It's... Unless you yeah. have, like, a crematorium. Yeah, you're not going to get that Which dust. they definitely did not, so... Speaking of crematoriums, have you seen the recently released photos of human ashes that look like galaxy photos? No, but that sounds amazing. I'll, I'll show you when we wrap up. They're, like, really beautiful. Haha. I want to see these. They're I'm really excited. Cool. I get also, a treat. Yeah. <laughs> I get a treat after this. It's our reward. Little party. <laughs> it's like a reward. Okay. Our next saint that I'd like to talk about is Saint Dymphna. I'm so excited. I've been waiting. Saint Dymphna is a G, y'all. I'm about to... I'm not even joking. I want to get a Saint Dymphna medallion, and I want to get, like little candle for her she was cool um she's the patron saint of the mentally and emotionally ill oh as well as the as well as other nervous disorders and those affected by incest which we'll get to in a minute yikes but like i definitely was like oh that's really cool i didn't know there's a saint that's like she's specifically often associated with like anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. and just other mental illnesses that are uh like you know kind of i feel like not so much talked about in a lot of church spaces true so i thought it was pretty cool she was born in ireland in the 7th century to a devout pagan warlord king named damon and a devout christian mother who was in like all accounts they're like her father was a nasty pagan warlord, and her mother was a beautiful queen. So you know, maybe How there's did that a little bit of bias. Work out? Well, and apparently they were like madly in love. They like Aww. loved each other so much. They were like Valentine got. They to were him. like yeah, Valentine got to him. They were literally Henry McHenry and Anne in a net, <laughs> without the ending. Um, and like they just did not go together. Yeah. But um, when she was fourteen. Her mom, like, her whole life was like, hey, come to church with me. Let's go pray. Even though her dad was like, no, mm-hmm. stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she went with her mother. And when she was 14, she consecrated herself to Christ and took a vow of chastity. And then, like, there's a really muddy timeline here because it was, like, the 7th century. Yeah. But basically, her mom dies, like, pretty close after that. Like, she Ooh. becomes a Christian and then her mom's like, goodbye. And... I'm pretty, I fulfilled my purpose. I yeah, can leave now. My child is now a Christian. Goodbye. Um, it seems like probably of illness because yeah. the, the father was like, was so upset, like so just absolutely distraught that he mm. lost his mind. Oh. Like went insane and was like, couldn't like eat, sleep, would go into like fits of rage, would be in like val- like weeks of silence. And his like kingsmen were like, hey, maybe you should like remarry. Maybe that'll like make you feel better, dude. And he was like, Mm, good idea, but uh, I will only remarry if you find a woman that looks exactly like my other wife because I miss her so much, I will not marry anyone else. Oh, no. And so they go on, like, I read a thing that said they went on a month, like, several months long journey, but with the timeline of this, that just can't be true. Yeah. Um, they searched, like, far and wide, though, for a woman that looked like his wife, and he was like, no, to all of them. He was like, not enough, not enough. And either out of 
evil intentions or out of just like being sick of his shit his kingsmen were like hey what if you marry your daughter and he was like no and then they like came back to him like a week later and they're like hey still no women who look like your wife what about your daughter and he was like yeah that sounds like a good plan ah that sounds like a great plan for me and so then uh Ah. before he could even ask dimphna to marry him she heard the plan and was like talking to her catholic priest and was like yo dog we got a jet i am not marrying my dad yeah no big nasty that's the appropriate reaction and her i think her dad like confronted her before she left and was like hey i'm gonna marry you and she was like no dad wait this is ireland no dad i'm not gonna marry you no dad and he was like yes you're gonna marry me girl you we i'm scottish over here (laughs) just pretend like that was an irish accent but anyway they she flees with her priest and they go to a place in what's present-day Belgium. Uh-huh. And there she builds a hospital because, like, she took some of her dad's money. Good okay, Because she's, like, a princess. She takes some money. She starts a hospital. And she started treating, like, the ill people of the town, like, both, like, physical illness and, like, mental illness. Like, a lot of people were like, yeah, I felt big crazy town anxious and now I feel calm. Like, thank you. I had you. the big sad. Yeah, I had the big sad and now I enjoy my life. And... She was so good at it that uh, basically word got back to Ireland that, like, hey, there's this, like, girl healing people. And, well, some people say it's like they tracked her because the coins. I'm sorry, how? It's not like a credit card. (laughs) They they were like, ooh, I heard one person used an Irish coin in Belgium. Like, is that really how, like, low circulation that was? Did it say her father's name on the coin? Yeah, it's like it says Damon on the coin. (laughs) It's like, mm, property of Damon. (laughs) But anyway, so I'm, oh, I'm listening to this and I'm so like hopeful and I it. know how it's going to end because yeah. she's a saint now. And I'm like, no. So, yeah. Yeah. So she's she's there doing the doing the Lord's work, literally. Yeah. Uh, healing people, having a great time. Uh, and then her dad hears about it and he's pissed. Yeah. He's angry. And he shows up and he orders the priest to what do we what do we want to guess? What does he order? Beheading. <laughs> he orders him to ah. be beheaded and they behead him. Um, like his men, and how did he have power in Belgium? Well, he ha- he like brings his like. His oh, he homies. just brought the army. Yeah, he well he he br- in like the depiction that I, I hi guys I watched, <laughs> I read about this in several different articles, but then I also watched a children's animation of this story because I was like, how would they tell this story to children? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, how do you tell this <laughs> to like a group of like seven year olds? Like. Without explaining what incest is. Oh my gosh! But like they did, they still said incest. They also like talked about virginity in it, and I was like, "This is for like a seven-year-old child who does not know what virginity is yet." But now you're gonna have to tell them, whatever. So, <laughs> in like a lot of depictions, though, in that little animation, and also in some paintings of it, mm-hmm. he has like his like crew, which is like seven men. But like they show up to this village, and like I, I think the villagers are kind of like. Not really my pig, not really my farm. That's, yeah. You know, like, we, we vibe with Dimphna, but we're not really trying to we're get our... We're not trying to all die. Yeah, we're not trying to get our necks, like, <laughs> chopped. So, he has the guy killed, and then he basically is like, Dimphna, you're coming back to the castle, and you're getting married to me. And she's like, no, no. I'm not. And he was like, well, then I'm going to kill you. And she was like, then kill me then. And he was like, uh, no, in a rage. He took out his own sword and cut his own daughter's head off. Oh! Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, no! And, okay, so, timeline-wise, her mom dies when she's 14, right? Yeah. By the time she died, she was 15. So all of this crazy stuff of her dad going, news and 
them finding the women and him rejecting them and her moving and starting a hospital and curing all these people that happened in the space of a year gosh that's like insane also like what a shitty birthday present both years like your mom dies one year and then you get beheaded the next year happy quinceanera Yikes, <laughs> lose your head man. um but yeah so she's she was cool though um in her life mm-hmm. and actually I'll get to, like, part of the, the special thing of the area when I talk about her holiday. In some of her depictions, she's depicted, uh, like, in several different ways. I showed you earlier some of her paintings, and she looks like a full-grown, like, 30-year-old she woman. She looks like she's in her, like, mid to late 30s. Yeah, and it's like, no, she was, like, a whole child. Oh, my... A whole child who was like, I'm going to cure the sick and I will not marry my father. And they're like, we're going to paint her like she's almost 40. Yeah. And like, it's just, I think that's a little bit reductive. Yeah. Because she did a lot of. She's a kid. And she did like cool stuff as a kid. Like she morally in the story, like she stood the high ground. Yeah. You know, and that's cool. But also in some of her depictions, there's one where she has a sword and she has it to the neck of a demon in the painting. Oh. And so they have said like she in the afterlife is a demon slayer. Yo! And like, I'm sorry, that's so sorry, cool. I just yelled into why the microphone. Is, why is that not on my TV right now? That would be like a Dimpna really cool... the Demon Slayer? Yeah. I want to play that. Hollywood, watch out. Oh, that would be really cool. She's, yeah, she's just slaying demons. And there'd, there'd demons. be a way to do it that it's like respectful to the original like yeah. story. Oh, Like, how I cool. That. You know? Anyway, but, so she has a feast. Dintma has a feast. Yes. It was really hard to find details about, like, what actually goes down on the feast, but... <laughs> it is quite difficult. It was first, yeah, it was first celebrated in the 13th century in Belgium, which I don't know if anyone has caught on, but all of these holidays happen, like, several centuries after the person after has the died. Fact. It was first celebrated in uh, 13th century Belgium on May 15th. The reason that it's on this day is because during that day in the 13th century, they happened upon a cave in this town where she supposedly died. And there was an unknown man and a young woman's remains found in the cave. And in front of the woman's remains, there was a stone that had the name Dymphna carved onto it. Crazy, right? Whoa. And so they believed that that was where they had buried her body afterwards. Because like, in a lot of these tales, I left it out of St. Valentine and of Dymphna's, but someone comes in and takes their body and like buries it on like consecrated ground or like in a cave somewhere, you know, safe. And someone had taken their bodies and buried them in a good Christian burial. Mm-hmm. And so they, when they found this cave, they were like, oh my gosh, the soil probably has like healing properties. Mm-hmm. So there they, people would go and sleep in the cave and would like report their anxiety being gone or like, you know, different mental illnesses showing up and, and being uh, much... Like alleviated m- much some. Yeah, alleviated or much more mild or, mm-hmm. you know. And actually in the modern town where it is, they have a lot of... They're one of the, like, forefront in, like, mental health and stuff like that. There's a, there's a mental health hospital there now built, which is, like, really cool. I, I love that so much. Also, in um, people will make pilgrimages to the town for May 15th. Yeah. Who are specifically affected by mental disorders. Mm-hmm. In Back in the day. I don't know how it is now, obviously, but mm-hmm. I would assume it's still the same way. Mm-hmm. But, like, when people started doing this, since the discovery of the bodies, they it's said that, like, they are supposed to be treated as boarders and not patients. Like, as people who are just staying in the town and to be treated as useful members of society and Mm -hmm. that because they have, like, mental illness doesn't make them any less of, like, a good person. And, yeah, I just, like, it was so beautiful because, like, reading about this town's, like, tradition of, like, accepting the mentally ill and being, like, come here to, like, heal. As opposed to, like, a lot of countries like the U.S. that are, like, hide. Yeah. Hide your mental illness. Pretend it's not real. Or, like, 
go live on the street because we can't afford to treat you or mm-hmm. you can't treat yourself or whatever. Also, they have a parade there on that day from what it looks like. And then apparently the feast food is steak and fries. Like they eat like steak. I don't know why they eat this, but I read on a blog that it was like, what you eat on St. Dymphema's feast day, steak and lots and lots of chips. But like it was yeah. fries, you know. I'm a big potato person. Um, but it looked pretty yummy. So I don't know. I think St. Dymphema is like going down in my book as like I, a cool. I really like her. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's pretty cool. In 15 years, she did some cool cool stuff. <laughs> really in that last year. She she got a lot of stuff done. She, yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, yeah, what a what a gal. What a lass. I want to go to that cave. Yeah, it I think now where the cave used to be is where the mental hospital is. Okay. Um I believe that's like the lore. Yeah. Um I don't don't quote me on that. Like no, that's fair. Um and I think the town, I don't know if it's a different name now, but it I believe it's pronounced Giel. Mhm. Giel Belgium, but I mostly was looking into Dymphna, not so much the town, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. her feast. So, yeah, it was. I just thought that was really nifty and cool, especially with all the stigma around mental illness, having, like, a saint that's like, no, it's... Yeah. You just... It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. I will heal you. Do not be afraid. Yeah, it was really pretty. Well, <laughs> the next thing's a bit darker. Yay. <laughs> Moving on to St. Lawrence. Lawrence is the patron saint of cooks. Mm. Which is a bit rude. Oh, no. I what? think I know who this guy is. We'll get to that later. Uh, cooks, school children, poor people, and comedians, among a lot of other things. But those were, like, the yeah. top ones. And also the ones that seemed to not fit the most together. Yeah. Um, I did find a miracle that was recorded for St. Lawrence. Um, uh, there were a number of workmen who were rebuilding one of the churches that had it had either burned or it, I don't think it was like desecrated. I think it had burned down, um, and they they had, they'd run out of food. And Saint Lawrence was trying to figure out a way to feed them, and he found a loaf of bread. And then it said that he was able to feed the workmen from that one loaf of bread for a total of ten days. Not to be like that guy, but like, watch out, Jesus, he's coming for your brand. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> maybe he's not. Okay, maybe that's not like what I would like to think that. In some way, shape, or form, Jesus showed up and was like, the bread thing, here. You can yeah. do it, too. Oh, that not would to, be nice. Not to be reductionist of Jesus' miracles, but, like, just sort of, like, being, no, like, No, it would be cool here. if Jesus was, like, pass the gauntlet. Yeah. You you, you do the bread trick now. <laughs> the bread trick. You do the bread thing. Well, because it would be... It, I just think it would be humorous. Also, ten days. I just think it would be humorous if he was, like, Jesus was a little bit miffed. But Jesus wouldn't be. Because he's Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... He'd be like, yes, this is exactly... If he was any other human, though, if he was not God's son... Yeah. He would probably be like, that's my thing, bro. <laughs> Get your own miracle. When Jesus is a millennial. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Why? He can be a character in Dimph the Demon Slayer. Millennial Jesus sounds like a really cool band name. So, St. Lawrence was a deacon... One of the seven under Pope Sixtus II who were martyred during the persecution led by Valerian, the Roman emperor, in oh, 258 CE. I recognize that name. Yeah. I, I researched that and I literally stared at that name and I was like, is everything that's like really cool sounding just recycled from history? And the answer is probably yes. Gothicus? Are you kidding me? Claude II Gothicus? Mm-hmm. I'm naming my second born son Gothicus. Mm-hmm. Do it. I like that I, that was so specific, my second born Your second son. one. Yeah. My first one's Pigeon. Yeah, my first child's name is Pigeon. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about you. 
Dijon and Gothicus. I'm sorry, that sounds like a cool crime-fighting duo. It does. Wow, my kids are gonna be cool. <laughs> anyway, everyone watch out for my kids in a few years, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Val- Valerian? Valerian. Valerian and Gothicus walk mm-hmm. into a bar. What you gonna do? Probably hide. Raise some dragons. Well, also probably hide, because both of them killed a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. Roman emperors who Valerian were a little mean. Valerian was very much little angie. active in the persecution and execution of Christians. Nice. Well, not nice. Ooh. <laughs> um, days before St. Lawrence was targeted, Sixtus II was beheaded. And prior to him being beheaded, in the article that I was reading, the, they phrased it in a way that he sought to comfort the young deacon by saying, don't worry, in three days they'll come for you too. Oh my god! Could you imagine your mentor being like, "Hey man, they're gonna kill me," and then in three days, I'll see you. Maybe, yeah, maybe we're just trying to be like nice, like we'll hang out I'll, in heaven. I'll wait for you by the pearly gates. Yeah, we'll we'll have a good time. Hopefully, they don't decanonize us. I will say though, Saint Lawrence had a pretty good attitude about the whole thing. Okay, that's um, pretty good. So, as as a deacon, one of his responsibilities, and from what I saw, specifically his primary responsibility, was being responsible for the material goods of the church. Mm. Um, and at some point, the prefect of Rome, which I also stirred at that word because I was like, prefects? Like, from Harry Potter? Because mm. I've not heard it in, like, systems of governments, but it's it's a thing. It's similar to a magistrate. That would be the closest, like, description, which is, like, sort of similar to a local judge rather than, like, a... <laughs> She's eating the strawberries out of the drink. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm scared I'm gonna be like <laughs> go for it man um he he decided this prefect I could not find his name I'm sure it is somewhere but in the resources that I was looking at he was not named he decided that he wanted the goods that were stored in the church and Lawrence was like no that's yeah and he instead gave them to the poor as alms and okay, this that's is, cool. That's right? baller. This is what he said when he did it, too. Behold in these poor persons the treasures which I promised to show you, to which I will add pearls and precious stones, those widows and consecrated virgins, which are the church's crown. Dang. And this pissed the prefect off. Yeah. And said prefect ordered him to be cooked alive. No. So they prepared a giant grill and basically just held him down. And that's what's depicted in the paintings. Whoa. Um, and then his statues, he's depicted holding what looks like a grill hood. Oh, no, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But this is where he got his association with grills. And then because burning is a slow death. Yeah. It d- doesn't happen quickly. Especially Later like on, that kind. No, like it wasn't even like it wasn't it was like, like a like person-sized grill. Like they had to like move him around. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it that's was horrifying. It's not oh, ideal. No. He was taking it really well. Um, he, after burning for some time, it is recorded that he stated, "Saying, well done on this side. Turn me over." That's so. He's Which so is metal. Why he's associated with comedians. Because oh he was, gosh. like, quite jovial and sort of just, like, oh, well, I'm being well, burned alive. Dang. I can't imagine being cooked. He was slowly cooked to death. Wow. I Also, how do you be the grill master and that the person you're grilling alive says that to you? How do you not just, like, walk away? I would be like, I, you know what? I'm going to retire. Yeah. Like, I think I'm going to move countries. How do you not, like... How do you mentally recover from doing that? Yeah. Also, just, like, 
uh, to have him have such a witty response, <laughs> I think I would be like, wow, that's terrifying. I think I would look <laughs> at the prefect and be like, hey, man, maybe maybe we just stop. Yeah, maybe we... Yeah, maybe we are going like, to hell. Like, <laughs> you know? Like that's clearly maybe, it doesn't seem like it's painful, so Yeah. Or like oh. maybe it is painful and he's just like he's real strong. I can't Oh wow. I wonder if maybe he had like a Did they like milk a poppy him? Give him a drug. I don't know, but I'm wondering if maybe he had some kind of like um either disorder or condition where he didn't cuz some people just don't, don't feel, feel temperature. Oh. Like like high or very low well, temperatures. Also, so you're you're nerves on your body when you're being burned yeah. at certain temperatures. We talked about this yeah, recently. They, they, yeah, talking about if you got burned alive. They burn off after a certain amount of time. And if it's really like hot, if it's really it's hot, hot, it's 15 enough? seconds. So, theoretically, after 15 seconds, he might just be like, okay. Could you imagine smelling yourself, though? Like, cooking? Yeah. I, you know, it is a meat. It is. So, it could emit a smell that our brains is like, ooh, smells nice. Crazy to think about. Um, I'm also super biased because, like, Meat kind of freaks me well, out yeah. in general. Talking to the vegan here about meat me. consumption. <laughs> so which organ would you most like to eat, vegan? Honestly, if someone was like, you have to eat an organ, I would prefer to eat a heart. Mm. It doesn't look like it would be tasty, but no. I enjoy the symbology of it. Yeah, hearts are grody. They got a lot of pockets in them. They do. They're not like good meat. If I'm eating an organ, or whew, organ? if I'm eating an organ, I'm eating a liver. If you fry them bad boys up, they're I... yummy. Wait, livers are so good, dude. Oh, yeah, I guess, you, yeah, you could eat that part. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Quite the rant. Anyway, so cannibalism, huh? So, um, yeah, he got slowly cooked to death. Woof. His feast is observed on the 10th of August. I couldn't really find much, much about, else like, about what? that. <laughs> what do they eat? Do they I, have a grill party? I hope they don't grill anything. They probably, um... But, like, you know they probably did. They probably do. Like, oof. <laughs> ooh. Do you think, okay, so you think, I'll, I'll get into this with my next saint, though. Like, what would your ideal holiday be for this for this guy? I, I would, honestly, like, since he's also the patron saint of comedians... Mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool if there was like a like a like an not maybe maybe not an open mic festival but some kind of like grill festival comedy show festival where um, you have comedians from different like um, places and backgrounds and they come and and do their bits and then like as a part of the show they also bring a traditional dish from where they're mm, from that would be cute and you sort of like everyone gets to just like laugh at some funny jokes and then also be exposed to some different foods that they might not be aware of or used to eating i feel like it'd be cool if you did like a little tithe with it too you know a little what a little tithe like you give like 10 percent yeah. of your thing but not to the church you give it to poor people because yes. he was like there for the yes he was like i'm folk. gonna give this cool stuff to these people who have nothing yeah, and not cool. to the prefect of rome who has yeah. a lot of things yeah. Because he's a member of the government. Yeah. No, I think that would be cool. Yeah. That's that's what we're doing August I, 10th. We could, yeah. That would be a really fun thing, actually. Be cool. We're just going to have all these, like, venerated saint days. Yeah. <laughs> Catholic Church is going to be like, what is this? <laughs> what is this, actually? Like, we're just, we're just vibing, man. Trying to honor their memory. Yeah. That's cool, though. Moving on to my last saint. Yes. Um... And more, there's not very much about this guy. Um, so I'm going to talk about, like, what I think the holiday should be. Yes. I'm going to poke fun at this dude, because okay. I'll, I'll explain why. But, so, 
Oh. His name is Saint Cassian. <laughs> yes. And he was he's the patron saint of school teachers, shorthand writers, and parish clerks. Shorthand writers. I I think they mean like people who write in like, like in shorthand. Yeah. Okay. But I was like, like he can't mean like people who write in a small font. <laughs> they just only use nine points. Times New Roman. <laughs> like people who record stuff at like meetings, like council yeah. meetings and like secretaries. Like yeah, because yeah. like a lot of that is in Clerks, shorthand yeah. just for like purposes of keeping up with everything. That's fair. And like in in the courtroom, what's the person the stenographer? Yeah. It's not really shorthand anymore. Now they got buttons that you just press, and there's seven sentences. It's mind-boggling to watch what? those people use those things. I got to show you a clip of it later. Wow, that's what I'm watching. I that and then the human dust that looks like human, human dust, dust. <laughs> human dust, the human and... ashes that look like galaxies, yeah. and then the that is kind of human dust. So yeah, yeah, dust Lyra. It's dust. What do you know about dust Lyra? <laughs> watch his Dark Materials season three, please. Oh my god, watch watch all of the seasons first actually. Just, All two. Just hop in blind <laughs> to season three. Yeah. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, St. Cassian, this guy. Um, so he was from Imola, Italy, and he was murdered in 363 by children. <laughs> um, Sorry for laughing. No, laugh. Laugh at him. He sound Okay. The reason I feel like we can take a little bit of... Take the piss a little? Yeah, take the piss with this, this guy a little bit, is he basically was a teacher uh, in this, like, pagan area, and they were like, hey, you need to sacrifice to the gods today. And he was like, no. Mm-hmm. And they were like, do it or mm-hmm. else. And he was like, no. Also, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about Christianity. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, okay, well, then we're going to punish you. And so they basically told his class, like, kill him. And, like, you would think, I read a bunch of articles that were like, you would think if he was a good teacher, they would be like, no. Yeah, no, we're like, not gonna do maybe that. Not. Or at least like they would fight against it. Apparently, or they'd like rob him or something. Yeah, apparently they like gladly, they excitedly. Oh, so this guy was an asshole. Yeah, they excitedly were like, yes, <laughs> let's kill him. Um, did, did it say who the sacrifices were for? No, it just said like he wouldn't sacrifice to the gods and renounce Christianity. Mm. Mm. But anyway, so the. I wonder if it was Jupiter. That's such a good name. So my Isn't three, it? my three children are Pigeon. What was the second Gothicus. One? Spijon, Gothicus, and, and Jupiter, Jupiter walk into a bar. And they start a metal band. Yeah, and I'm there as their stage mom to support them. I'm in charge of marketing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he was probably not that good of a teacher because they were like gung-ho, like, yeah, yeah. let's get him. So what they you did- You gotta be a real asshole for children to want to kill you. they didn't give the children the weapons. Basically, they literally told what? them, they said- kill him and they were like they were like we'll improvise they were like what do you mean how are we gonna kill and they literally killed him with their writing tablets by beating him and with their pens by making many tiny cuts and holes oh my goodness and it was said while he was dying he was like yes stab me harder because i am so eager to die and like i with this i i hello yeah which i was like that sounds like a okay this is like two interpretations here for me if someone says that to me as I'm, like, stabbing them slowly <laughs> for, like, a slow and gruesome death, one, either they're, like, they're lying, not, like, lying, they really want to get out of this because it's painful, so they really want to die. Yeah. Because they're, like, just end this shit already. Yeah. Or two, they're, like, a big asshole. Yeah. And they're, like, oh, I'm so eager to die a saint. Haha, <laughs> send me to sainthood. Like, I'm gonna be canonized, and you guys are just gonna suck, you little pagans. Um, 
Also, in all of these, like, tales that have paganism in them, they're like, these dirty, horrible, nasty, yeah. meanie bobini pagans. And it's like, yeah, okay, I don't know, but okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know about all that. But yeah, so he had a long, excruciating death, and he was conscious for pretty much all of it. How long do you think it took? Well, it says it was, like, extremely long, because they, it's like, I think his class was, like... Were they, like, seven? No, I mean, like, they were, like, ten. Could you imagine being beaten to death by a group of 10-year-olds as an Children. adult? Yeah. And and also, like, the beating wasn't as bad as, like, the puncturing. The poking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The pokery. What? At some point, you have to just dissociate past the point of return. Yeah, past the point of no return. <laughs> na, 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 na. No, I think... I mean, yeah, you would, but also... The way that they paint him in, like, the depictions that I could find, like, not paint him physically, but yeah. the way that they s- describe him, yeah. is that he was like, yes, finally, my moment has come to be <gasps> a saint. And that's why I was like, yeah, you probably were a jerk, dude. You probably were, like, trying to piss people off just so they'd kill you so you could be a saint. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, also, like, there's not a lot of people who... He's... Okay, he's also apparently like, the patron saint of, like, the, the town, Imola, and also Mexico City, but I couldn't find why. Interesting. Because there's also a lot of other patron saints of Mexico City, mm-hmm. but I don't really know why. So sorry if y'all worship this guy, but I could not not worship him. You know what I mean? Pray to him. Yeah. But I couldn't find like a lot venerate of people him. who do. Yeah, venerate him. He seems like he's kind of a lower rung saint. Yeah. And maybe maybe I'll find some new information after this comes out yeah. that he's like a big dog. But it seems like he's he's kind of lower on the totem pole. <gasps> I'm just thinking about like. The blunt, the amount of blunt force trauma to the body. Just ten year olds beating you with a writing and just, tablet and stabbing bleeding. you with pens. And also, like, how did they? I don't know if they tied him up or if they just like ganged they up just on him. Ganged up on him and just like, what did like one of them sit on him and just like, <laughs> the rest of them went to town? Because like, what are you gonna do? You know, did some of them like hold his arms and legs? I just I want to know how this logistically happened. Also. Not to roast a bunch of 10-year-olds. But, like, they're Just hit him in the head a lot. It'd go no, quicker. No, I think they wanted him to die slow, too. Oh, like, my gosh! They, like, I mean, like, like there's so much emphasis on, like, he wanted to die to be a saint. And they he, wanted to... They oh, wanted it to be really wow. slow. They also were, like, really aggressive towards him. <laughs> like, uh, he doesn't have a holiday. But I have some ideas that I could propose for holidays okay. we could hold in his honor. Um, so the first one I have is Senior Ditch Day, but it's only for <laughs> teachers. So, like... All the teachers that teach, like, senior-level classes, they just get to, like, just not like, show up for work we're gonna, that day. We're gonna go to Starbucks. Yeah, we're gonna all stay home. Catch a matinee. Watch His Dark Materials, season three only. Hine over Ruth Wilson. Yes. Um, talk about dust and <clears throat> not get stabbed to death by regular students. Um, so that one's, like, in favor of school teachers, okay? Yes. The second one is... This one also is in favor of teachers. I don't know why I made it sound like it's not going to be. Um, but, like... There's a day when teachers just get to like hit their students. Oh my gosh! But like it has like a limit. Like <laughs> she's gonna haze their students. Yeah, just like they get to like smack them. Like just a- in case you want to join a fraternity, here's what's gonna happen. Yeah, like smack them like in the shoulder, unless like they have like a sensitive. Sh- you know, there's gonna be like a lot of forms we're gonna have to fill out. But they get to like smack them open hand, okay? <laughs> just like do like a little bit of damage, not like a lot though. <laughs> just like a little bit of mild damage. And, like, you know, just to be like, hey, my patron saint got murdered by students with a thousand pen cuts. Maybe they get to stab him with one red ballpoint pen. (laughs) Just one. Just one each student. One stab. (laughs) 
you know? Or maybe it's just like a, a hard poke. And since it's red, it'll be symbolic for blood. <laughs> so maybe that's that's how we facilitate that. The third one, I think, is nice. Um, it's a feast uh-huh. for the teachers, put on by the students. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the teachers get, like, too big-headed about it, yeah. like, like, serve me little students, then the students um, get to hit them. Just put some sock in a get soap to, and like, whack them. Well, no, they get, like, a little, like, chalkboard or something, like a writing tablet, and they just get to smack them. Like, like, hey, remember, if you step out of line, we will beat you to death with a writing <laughs> tablet. <laughs> we'll beat you to death with an apple tablet and a pen. I, okay, uh, how about, okay, we take that idea and I raise you the <laughs> school board. Ooh, school board is who needs who needs to be. Yeah. Not, no offense to anyone on a school board out there. I don't know. That remains to be said. Julia said possible offense. <laughs> some of you are making some piss poor decisions when it comes to the education of our youth and you're holding information from them that they need to know. You know what? That's true. Okay, so maybe it's just like people who are like, we, we, you, get, you get a little test, okay? They test you. If you've been a good little school board teacher person. You get the feast. You get the feast. If you've been a bad one, you get. You get the chalkboard. You get the chalkboard to the noggin. <laughs> it's a good superintendent or it gets a chalkboard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Goodness heavens. Foof. But yeah, so the, that's my proposed holidays for St. Cassian. Um, if if anyone has some other ideas, I'd love to hear them. I think it's mine were It's a shame his though. name is so cool and he sounded Cassian? like he was quite possibly an asshole. Like, I'm... I, yeah, also just like, I know how I am and my group mentality with my fellow peers... If somebody was like, hey, we're going to kill this really cool teacher, everyone would be like, no. Mm-hmm. Don't. What are you going to do? No. Kill all us 10-year-olds? They'd no. Be like, They'd be like, we're going to ground you guys and we'll kill him anyway. Like, you know, <laughs> they wouldn't have made the kids kill him if they didn't want to. Yeah. But they wanted to. They wanted to kill him. Slow. And painfully. <laughs> and, like, if they were... If, okay, so they're beating this guy to death. Yeah. And you know at some point an adult walked past. No, the, the adults were, like, all around, like, kill him. They were watching? Yes. What in the hell? What happened was the adults were like, we're mad at you, dude. And he was like, yeah, I know. What you going to do about it? And they were like, we're going to kill you. And he's like, great, go for it. And then they were like, students, kill your teacher. And they were like, okay. That's how it happened. I would like to imagine that this happens and then he passes. And then prior to him getting to his destination, he comes across Jupiter who's like, maybe you guys should have just had a conversation. (laughs) And then he's like, what the fuck? You're real? (laughs) And then he goes on to his destination and Jupiter's like, you know for the rest of his canonization he's just like really like he's just deep like, in thought he's, he's like, really confused okay I've, I've thought about some things like interesting what if he's just like it was another saint he's not really a god that, yeah that sounds about doesn't that have the energy uh, that this yeah, man would have also like I'm, I'm sorry if like the qualification for being sainted is like dying for your religion you got you gotta know that there's gonna be some like assholes in there yeah this guy <laughs> you know what I mean like like it's not be a good person and die for the religion. It's just like be a martyr. Dymphna's doing. Dymphna's doing the she's most. Doing the she's Lord's 14. work. And this guy shows up, and she's like, she's like, yeah, I would fucking beat you too. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woof, dude. Oh, oh man. Man. But yeah, so Cassian kind of seems like not a cool guy. Change my mind. I, I don't just, think you can. I don't. I don't know. And maybe, like, again, I, I do, you know, I open myself to the possibility of maybe I missed some information, but I 
I read some articles about it. I read several. Trying to think of like the context of the time. He was very much coming into a space with like a my beliefs are better than yours and this is your space. Also, yeah, like it would be also like akin to a teacher. It seemed like with the way that their society worked, it was kind of like yes, they have like a what non secular environment where they still talk about yeah religion in class, but like not to the extent of like I'm gonna teach you how to Dougie, you know, like (laughs) not to the extent of like (laughs) I'm gonna teach you specific things it was kind of just like oh okay on these religious holidays we still go to school and we do it at school yeah that's kind of what it seemed like versus like going to like a religious school yeah because like the whole society was all of one religion excluding like a couple of people yeah which you know that can suck oh yeah i don't know cassian rubs me the wrong way there's something going on there I just can't imagine a group of children if they really like their... T- like, you, he couldn't have just been teaching them math and they were like, no. this sucks, let's kill him. Like, kids have a little bit more, like, you know, ethics than that, I yeah. believe. You know, I, be- I wholeheartedly believe children are not just, like, evil. No. And what what are the odds of him having every single school bully in the class at the same yeah. time, right? Like, even if that was it, like, <laughs> that's astronomical. Yeah, like, uh, I just... They were, like, it literally, in the stories, basically, like, the kids were like, yeah, finally. That's, wow. <laughs> this is one of those times where I wish I could, like, visually time travel. Yeah, just, just watch it like, happen. I need more context. Also, like, oh, man, what a gruesome time. But, like, also the way that they depict him being like, yeah, I'm eager to die. You stab me harder. Like, it just, it sounds really I wonder if maybe nasty. that was him trying to, like, either incite or invoke the parents to do something because he knew it would end faster. Yeah, well, like, I, part of me is, like, he's trying to end it faster because, yeah. like, if they do stab him harder, like, maybe they'll yeah. kill him. They'll, but, like, they'll hit a main yeah. artery. <laughs> they'll finally hit the liver. Goodness gracious. <laughs> they'll hit the good organs that taste yummy. Yeah. No, they, I just, I don't know what that's about. I don't either, man. So, I don't know. Maybe I got them all wrong, but I think Cassian was a dick. Cassian seemed like a booty hole. <laughs> Goodness heavens. All right. Well, we got one more. Ooh, we got the last chocolate in the box. We got the... Yes, and... <sighs> Is this a dark one? It's 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 an interesting one. This So, I, I'm a fan of the art that has been done of this, this gentleman. Mm-hmm. It's an unfortunate um, End? thing that happened oh, to him. Woof. So I'm going to talk about St. Bartholomew, who is Ooh. also known as Nathaniel Bartolmai. That's a cool <clears> name. <throat> um, I did see in my research, there's they're not like concrete and stone that Nathaniel Bartolmai and St. Bartholomew are the same person, but there's mm. enough written evidence to suggest that they are. St. Bartholomew is the patron saint of tanners, tailors, leather workers, and butchers among others. Oh no, I know where this is going then. Um, Bartholomew was one of the 12 apostles of Jesus, which is an interesting, his start into that, that job description is interesting because upon hearing of the birthplace of the Christian savior, Philip, Philip basically showed up one day and was like talking about Jesus coming to town and Bartholomew stated in a not nice way, what good can come from Nazareth? Ooh. Ooh, he's a Nazareth hater. Mm, so, as this discussion was happening, um, Philip and Bartholomew were having this discussion underneath a fig tree. Mm. And then when Bartholomew then met Jesus later, Jesus said to him, 
I've seen you under the fig tree. Whoa, Jesus was watching. So Bartholomew was like, you know what? Maybe they're onto something with this um, person from Nazareth, Nazareth being the savior. Uh, maybe I should follow him. So he... Jesus was just like on a hill, though. <laughs> you know, like just overlooking this. He thinks he has like the sixth sense, but he's just like overlooking them on a hill. Like Philip's like, he's actually around the corner. Yeah. He was just watching. Uh, yeah, the timeline as to when this conversation happened and then him meeting Jesus happened was like a big vague. jump. It oh. was it was either close together or not close together. It, it was not stated. It, I think the, <laughs> the person who was researching this initially who wrote the articles that I was using as sources was more just like he kind of was a dick about where Jesus was from. And then Jesus was like, I heard that. <laughs> Which I'm a fan of. Yeah, no, that's cool. As um, Jesus should. So Bartholomew decided to follow Jesus and became one of his apostles. Not too much else is known about Bartholomew. And even his manner of death is unclear. It is believed that he died in Armenia during his time teaching the gospel. I wrote this in a, in a sentence. The king of Armenia's name was Astyages, and his brother was talking to Bartholomew, and Bartholomew converted the brother to Christianity. And Astyages was not pleased about this. Um, he was also the last king of the Median Empire. Debated that he was, it was debated that Bartholomew was either beheaded, crucified upside down, or skinned alive. Ah, I hope for his sake it was the beheading. This is the one where I'm like, I wish it was a beheading. Yeah. Even though all of them have been beheaded. Um, most depictions of him are of him flayed. Oh. And he is either holding or wearing his skin as a sash. That's kind of metal, though. Yeah, there's a really cool statue that's done of him flayed, and you can see like his muscle texture and definition Ew. and stuff. Like, kind of. Oh, if... he's like a he's like a titan from. Yeah. Okay. Or I like... was thinking like a skeleton. No, no, no. Like he. I like, know that that you know what I mean. Like the special effects from um, like the Boltons from Game of Thrones, it, without the blood actively seeping out, like that structure is what the sculpture is. Wow. And then he's got his skin draped across him, kind of like. A very it's like obviously covering where genitals oh, would yeah. have been. Have you seen like the the depictions of like the the female on the world tarot card that sometimes she has like a sash across yeah. her body, like yeah, almost like it's, that. It's like that. Okay. Um, and there's also some where the the description underneath this painting was not of the painting, so mm. I, I'm gonna I'm assuming who was in the painting. It looked to me based on the art style of the the other figures in the painting that it was other patron saints and one of them was holding his skin. Which was very bizarre to see because you could see his face in it and he had like facial hair and stuff and it was just oh like very gosh. weird to sort of see like a husk what? of a mask type thing. A bag of skin. And I was like, but where's Bartholomew? Because he's not in this painting, just his skin is. But oh, the wow. statue is very artfully done. Like it's like, it's it impressive. Cool. Okay. Um, and his feast is observed on August 24th in Western Christianity and June 11th in Eastern Christianity. That's really all we have for Bartholomew. Wow. <laughs> but, um... What a way to go. If that's, you know... Ooh, man. I just... what It's like... The three things are so vastly different yeah. in, like, pain am amounts. Yeah, like, beheading you're over beheading pretty quickly. Beheading over pretty quick. Crucifixion upside down. Uh, couple not, days. Yeah. Flaying. That's like the... <laughs> Goodness heavens, you know? Gosh. Yeah, no, that's nasty. Yeah. Also, like, you know, 
taking it back. Maybe I'd rather be a blood eagle than being flayed, you know? Because, like, that's just, like, pain in a certain area. I feel like your body goes into shock. Maybe your body goes into shock in both cases. But, like, being flayed, I feel like that's so many areas that you have so much pain. That's, like, all the areas. Your whole body. And it would be slow enough that you would not bleed out before tons of skin was ripped off of you. Especially if they, like, do it right and start at the top of your head. Oh, nasty. Wow, that's oh. so yucky to think about. I know. Mm, hope y'all aren't eating. <laughs> <laughs> no chicken skin for you. <laughs> yeah, I think that should be his holiday. You go and get fried chicken, I... and you peel the skin off of it, and you only eat the oh fried chicken bits. He's he's in heaven, like, shaking his fist at me. Yeah. I was going to say, he's, like, saying, like, Frick He's going to show man. up in your bathroom. I hope not. <laughs> Please don't, sir. I apologize for everything I said. You did, he was, he was flaming on Jesus, though. So I feel like maybe he could respect somebody flaming on him. He was kind of a dick about where Jesus was born. Okay, you know what? If he could insult Jesus, maybe I get to insult him a little bit. I'm not a lot of it, just a little. Okay, I I I just, it it is interesting. Like, he, he, like, fully insulted Jesus and then was still able to become a saint. Yeah. So it's like, character growth is, maybe he, like, took it back. Character growth is context that's important. Yeah, maybe they, like, shook on it. Yeah, he, like, grew. They, 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 they shook on it. Yeah, he like spit in his hand and they shook. He was like, I'll never make fun of Nazareth ever again because you heard me talking about you under a fig tree. Like, and Jesus was like, all right, man. Um, Why is he southern? <laughs> I don't know. It just felt like people who spit and shake would have that accent. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough, man. <laughs> anyway, though, flaying is not a good death. <laughs> But like, no. what, what holiday would you have for for Bartholomew? Hmm. I don't know. I think it'd be interesting if there was like some kind of system of 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 like a like a two week holiday where Ooh. each of the apostles has like a day. Oh, that would be cool. And maybe instead of like a feast, there's like a theme of like oh party theme like <laughs> yeah, like, I like, no, like community service one day in a specific area like you know and one you day have you a party go to... afterwards yeah <laughs> yeah you have a party so it we implement this what the two weeks before easter oh that would be so cool and then what the, the party heck? the party ends with easter yo church <laughs> we've got you covered man <laughs> let us let us plan your events dog that would be fun you know what i just because like okay so i grew up um, in the church, and I never heard of, like, I mean, obviously, yeah. like, I wasn't in a Catholic church, so we didn't do saints, but, like, it's just, like, the apostles weren't really talked about at all. Yeah. And it's just, it's They're more, like, I feel like it's, it's more focused on, mission. like, the books of the Bible than the apostles, yeah. which I think is really strange. I will also say, because, like, you know, Luke Skywalker. is an apostle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. You know, Luke is an apostle. Yes. Luke has a book in the Bible. That's never, that, like, that was never very clearly stated in any sermon that, like, yes, this is the Apostle Luke, and this is his book. Yeah. It just, eventually, you either, it either clicked or it didn't, and then you're in middle school, and you're like, oh, that's the same person. Well, okay. Why was that not? Also, maybe I'm, like, really stupid, but isn't it, like, originally, like, the Apostles are how the Bible gets happening because they tell the stories to that was, and they write the that bible that was my understanding and that's why there's different like that's why like there's different interpretations there's, different there's in, 12 in, of them yeah <laughs> well there's um, well there's less by the time <laughs> there's a couple like who the, fall like off the, the wagon the, the, like the gospels are the first four books of the new testament and they're all written by apostles and it's it's the same story but because it's written by four different apostles 
it they're all slightly different. Yeah. So like what the heck? What the heck, man? Why aren't we talking about the apostles? <laughs> um anyway, holiday wise, yeah, I like I like the idea of having the two week Yeah. Every day is a new apostle. That would be such like a specifically cool... like you know, like rooted in community service or giving or back like in kindness, some way. whatever they were like really Yeah, you know cool with Maybe whatever for they Bartholomew's did. day you have to say something nice to somebody oh my gosh that would be cool mm-hmm. end cyberbullying on that day every year just for the one day we know that we will never end cyberbullying <laughs> he becomes the patron saint of cyberbullying what that would Wait, be so okay good. i have a question yeah can someone who is currently a saint sort of either adopt or become uh, uh, a figure for a modern day thing. Well, I mean, like that's what they did with the the earlier guy in the plague, right? Because like that wasn't around when yeah, he was alive. Yeah, that wasn't around. He's so like, could we? So like, he could become like, the patron like, saint of COVID. Yeah, like the, like so for people who like actively work with the saints and stuff, could like I don't know the system. Of, I don't like, even. I'm I'm not really sure on how we add a little yeah thing to like, their docket because like in theory, what it is is like that's something that they are charged with overseeing, right? Um. If you work with saints, please let us know. Yeah. Also, if you work with saints, sorry, we just been poopy pooping all over your stuff today. <laughs> Hopefully respectfully, but yeah, we've been saying some some mess. But I think it was more presentational. Yeah, presentational mess. Just I did call a man uh, I did call him like an asshole. But he got beaten by children though. Yeah, that's true. I feel like that says its own thing. <laughs> yeah, but that's fair. That's fair. And everyone else, we were, like, Dimphna we're a huge fan of. Dimphna, I'm a Dimphna stan. St. Lawrence was giving stuff to poor people. Yeah, St. Lawrence was cool. I'm still on the fence, I think, about Bartholomew. Some, like, I, I like him. It's just, it's just there's so it's little a, about him. Well, which is like interesting, too, because gate. he's an apostle, and there's yes. so little about him. Yeah, that's weird, right? Like, I think it's, it's just the out weird. the gate, like, hearing someone's like, ooh, nothing it's good like, nothing can nothing come good from can there. Come from Nazareth. It's like... Yikes! Maybe, maybe like Nazareth was like not a cool place to live though. At the I, time. It's true. We don't have the context yeah. of. Also, like maybe it was like a. It could also be that the person writing the source article yeah. that I was using definitely skewed it. Yeah, maybe he was just like because in something totally different. The quote in it, like, yeah, like there's no telling what the actual quote was. Well, he but never said it. He, just... he never said anything. But the way the the original article phrased it was that he sneered. Nothing Sneered. good comes from Nazareth. And I was Ooh. like, I feel like that might be a little bit of author having some licensing here of yeah. adding some. No, he was there. He he heard the fig tree. <laughs> Not cool to be played, though. No. Blood Eagle or Flaying? Blood Eagle? Yeah. I feel like yeah. it'd be over quicker. You would think. You can live like four days being a Blood Eagle. Oh. In theory. Impalement or Flaying? Like, are you getting flayed or are you getting impaled? I'd rather get impaled. Because, like, you can live for also, like, a week being impaled you can actually starve to death or like but also i think it might be less painful weirdly enough yeah i'd go for the less painful because i can dissociate like nobody's business like what you thinking about when you're impaled you know like, um <laughs> you know marcel to sell the shoes on yeah that's what you're thinking about because <laughs> because he was like my cousin got impaled by a brush <gasps> oh my gosh he did i oh no Oh, no. Aren't they making a Marcel the Shell? Aren't they making a Marcel the Shell movie? I hope they are. I love Jenny Slate. I almost said film. Should we record an outro? We should. Yeah. And then call it good. I did not eat the strawberries in my drink yet. 
I have one left. Oh, I'm behind. I have one left. Oh, I still have juice. Um, We've reached the end of our first episode. Yes. I hope you learned something new about Saints and Valentine's Day Mm -hmm. and maybe some new holidays you want to celebrate. Getting inspired. Yeah, because my understanding of saints is that anybody who feels called to work with them yeah. can, correct? Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I work with um, the saint of death, mm-hmm. so pretty cool holidays with that, too. Yeah. I should have talked about that. We, no, she, she needs her own episode. <laughs> you know what? That's true. Because you do work with her, so she, I, <laughs> not to speak for her, but I feel like she would yeah. appreciate her own episode. That's true. Okay, we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Let us know your <laughs> Valentine's Day plans. Yes. Um, I'm probably getting the booster. Ooh, that's gonna be fun. I'm boosted already. That's so. gonna be my treat to myself. So I'll a nice I'll... stab in the arm. <laughs> Very saintly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, you know, um, in many ways for the good of everyone else. Also, Something will be poking Valentine's Day. Ooh, whatever you're doing Valentine's Day though, stay safe and um, don't be mean. Or be kind kid, to each other. Yeah, or kids will beat you to death. Yeah. Slowly and painfully. Or you'll get flayed. So just be also, nice. Also, try and learn something new every day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Learn something new every day. Even if it's something small. And I even mean, if it's about yourself, that still counts. Yeah. I support that. Yeah. Um, get some sunshine. Get some sunshine. Drink some drinks. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Come back to the Insomnia Cafe. We'd love to have you. If you're listening to this on YouTube, be sure to drop a like if you enjoyed the episode or dislike if you did not enjoy the episode. It's either way. It's good for the algorithm. Yeah. Um, drop a comment of anything you'd like us to look into, uh, spooky happenings that you think would be interesting to hear about. If you're listening to this on a podcast hosting platform, um, feel free to leave a review. That's good for early podcasts. It helps them get more traction. And uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram. Yeah, and if you have any friends that you think would find this share. interesting, share it with them. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Thanks, y'all. Good night. That's <laughs> so creepy. Good night, Night Vale. Good night, Insomnia Podcast. We're shutting off the lights. We're shutting down the coffee maker. <laughs> I'm cleaning the counter. Final call. Wistfully, as I stare out the window. Julia's turning off the... I'm tripping over the jukebox. Julia's tripping over the jukebox and turning off the open sign. Yes. And locking the door. And then we leave. (laughs) And you're still there. (laughs) See you in two weeks! Adios!